The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Celebrating the hard work and determination of our area athletes, the score starts now. Good evening and welcome to the score Sunday. And what else would we, would we be talking about on the Super Bowl other than football? So tonight we're going to keep it on a local level, though, talking some high school football. The IHSA and its member schools reversed going to district format. We have three high school coaches that are on each side of that decision. We'll find out the good, the bad of those decisions, and we'll talk about some other things with them as what they're doing in the off season, what keeps them excited about coaching, and what keeps them at the high school level, and we'll feature a student athlete in our FCA story of the week. But now it's time to talk some football. We have three high school football coaches with us. We have Mike Morrissey from, or or from Orion. That's Chip from Orion. Yeah. I just fired you already. <laughs> Mike Morrissey from Moline, Patrick Lower from Fulton, and, and Chip Filler from Orion. And guys, thanks for coming in. And uh, let's talk about this district thing because Last year, when it passed, everybody was up in arms like, hey, why was, and everybody was like excited about it. <laughs> and then there's a big petition to reverse it. So let, let's go back to last year when it passed. Yeah. You were pretty outspoken about not having it. So why was that? Yeah, I mean, there's a little panic, I'd say, uh, probably in our district, uh, just from a financial standpoint and travel standpoint. Sure. You know, we, we looked at it from the safety of the kids and uh, the position we're going to put them in to travel so far and then have to come back late on Friday nights or even go, uh, you know, leave Saturday morning, have to play a Saturday afternoon game, come back Saturday night, uh, and just monopolizing their time and things going on with that. So uh, for us, there's a lot of things that kind of factored into the negative side of things. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, obviously we were more than thrilled when they reversed it, but uh, being a revenue-based budget, we had to make, you know, some, some planning. I obviously there's a lot of things that went on with our administration and our athletic office and, and our, our district office to kind of say, okay, what do we have to really prepare for uh, going forward if this district thing goes through? And right. uh, fortunately, you know, those, those things didn't happen for us. Patrick, you were on the opposite side of that. You were pretty excited about district play. Yeah, we were. Um, you know, since I've been at Fulton since 99, we've had maybe seven or eight different changes to our conference. Um, and with those, with those changes came bigger schools uh, in this conference. And uh, we went from 420 kids in 99 to, we're down about 280-ish, sure. 85 maybe. And uh, we, we found it to be uh, uplifting in a way, kind of like, hey, we're gonna be playing schools our size right. uh, for a majority uh, of the season. And uh, we, we were excited and we, we were trying to figure out where we were gonna play. And I think that's what everybody was thinking, who's in your district, yeah. uh, bus times, like you said, all that kind of stuff. But um, we, we were looking forward to it, um, but we also knew, we had heard the noise that come in, the uproar. And, <laughs> but, uh, but again, also, we, we completely understand the other sure, side of it. Absolutely. And I think they understand our side of it, but, uh, you know, for, for Fulton, it was a good fit, sure. for sure. Chip, how about for Orion? Where were you guys when it first came out and it passed? You know, I always take the philosophies as, you know, whoever is on our schedule will go play. And that, sure. it doesn't really matter to me. So the district, we didn't get too excited either way about it. I know that there was a there was a news article that, that both of us were quoted as, you know, not really liking it, Mike and I. And, and I can understand where he's at totally, you know, yep. with the travel right. stuff. With us, and you know, we go in districts. I can agree with Pat a little bit. Is we were going to stay close. It yeah. didn't matter either way. <coughs> we were going to travel like they were going to travel. 
I can't even imagine going through what Mike would have had to go through in Moline or Rock Island of, of traveling all over the place. Right. We go down the road, and the only thing that I really wanted, if they would have went this way with those two, the two games that they said we were going to schedule, is I wanted rivals. I wanted sure. Sherrard back on our schedule. Right. I wanted to play Ridgewood. I wanted to play something that meant something to our community. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go play... You know, no offense, Ottawa, Marquette, or whoever that is, that because we have no history sure. with. I wanted to go play them. I mean, Rock Island had potential being off your schedule. Can you imagine Correct. Moline and Rock Island not right. playing? Absolutely. Can you right. imagine right. not playing Morrison? I can't imagine not playing Rockridge and Sherrard. I wanted yeah. those guys back on. That was a big thing I was I was concerned with. So, do you guys think a lot of schools? didn't know what they were voting for the first time? Because that's what I heard is like 69 schools did not vote the first time around. And then once it passed, like, oh, wait, that's that's what I was voting for. I, I, do you think that was maybe the reason why maybe this turned around a little bit? Yeah, I think I think a little bit. I think there's definitely some some things that we didn't know going into it. At the same time, you know, if, if you are a school in a rural area where you can say, hey, I'm now going to get myself situated with the possibility of, of not having to travel so far. Trust me, we, we also see the merit in that big sure. time. And, and, right. and there's, you know, bringing back the rivalries, being close to somebody, having your community be able to buy into something that's close and not have to travel a long way. There's some big time merit to that stuff. Uh, I think for us, you know, we knew right away this doesn't look good, you know, sure. just because of, of, of our classification and well, our it, geographical And you guys location. would have gone either down towards St. Louis or up to Rockford. To Rockford. Yeah, so either way, we're traveling, you know, minimum two hours uh, on a bus on a, on a Friday or, or possibly up to four. Uh, and then, like you said, Chip, like to not think we're going to play Rock Island or not having all of them in there or not having UT, you know, not having games that are local that our, our communities love. Right. You know, that was that was tough. That was tough to, to look at and think that's going to be a possibility. So now that it's reversed, how do you feel about it? Well, I think once it got back on the ballot, I think everybody kind of knew it was going to probably get reversed. Sure. Um, and and again, you know, like, like kind of like Chip said, we're going to have to play whoever we play is on our schedule, and, and that's fine. Um, but we, we were, you know, a little upset. But I think, too, going back to um, when it passed and people didn't know, um, I know there were some schools that, that just vote, and like you said, they don't even have football possibly. Right. Um, and some people were calling around, hey, I know you don't have football, can you – can you do us a favor and vote for districts or vote against it? Right. And so that was kind of skewed a little bit too as well. And and I think it just kind of surprised everybody when it came out. And then, like you said, then it was, well, who are we going to play? And when, when football coaches are always worried about being prepared, have no clue who they're playing, yeah. that's a little scary for everybody. Because uh, now you're thinking, well, we could play them. We don't have any tape on them. And you're thinking two years in advance. Uh, uh, it's crazy. On. You're talking about, his, talking about tape. This guy's got tape on everybody. In the <laughs> <laughs> He's got 20 games of Orion from back in 1999. So let's not talk about tape. I love it. <laughs> but, and with us, I'll tell you, with ours, I mean, when it, when it flipped, and I really thought it was going to flip again. Yeah, sure. I was not, you know, I was like, hey, this is, this is good. But as I look back on it, the way my team is – as looks right now in the next couple of years, boy, districts is looking pretty sharp for us. But yeah. now you know what? Hey, you, we're good. I mean, I, I'm glad I, I, there's stability in our conference yep. right now. So yeah. I mean, that's that's great. I know. I think it is with you guys. I think getting yes, big time. Co in big is time. really good. I think now we're all like, everybody's kind of getting settled um, a little bit. So I think you know we can put that on the back burner with the districts and and just go go on to playing football and things that matter. As we continue our discussion on high school football, we have three high school football coaches with us. As we welcome you back to the score Sunday, Mike Morrissey from Moline, I got to write this down. There we go. Patrick Lower <laughs> from Fulton and Chip Filler from Orion. And let me ask you, we, we were still talking about districts and everything. So scheduling, would that have been a problem? Because with the districts, with the smaller districts, you would have had nine games contained no matter what. You would have had, what, maybe one or two 
Yeah, nine conference games. It depends. I one projection had us with one uh, week a week one opening that we'd be able to schedule, which for us would have been Rock Island almost for certain. Uh, you know, then there was other if we were going to Rockford, we might had two. So sure. uh, it just depends. Now the nice part about not going to districts is. You know, we've got some things possibly working out to stay local uh, yeah. for our first two games, and then our conference is intact, so everything's taken care of, which I think really covers a lot of our bases from a scheduling standpoint. And, and Patrick, you were mentioning that being a 1A school, sometimes up to 3A, sure. our teams in, in, within your conference right now, would it have been all 1A, maybe some 2A schools for you if districts had gone through? Um, well, I think it would have been mostly 1A sure. um, and, and um, just a couple that are kind of 1A, 2A uh, borderline uh, when the playoffs happen. But yeah, that's, that's what we were looking at. And then our, our two non, I guess, district games, we were trying to keep it very local. Right. Morrison would have been in ours because if they wouldn't have been, that obviously would have been one we had. Yeah. But we were talking with West Carroll and Erie Prophetstown as well to keep the local, um, uh, local thing and make sure we have a good crowd and, and, and make it still kind of mean something. And Chip, you mentioned you wanted to keep a rock ridge assured. There was talk of trying to bring the Olympic back. Well, yeah, Jim Taylor, right? He's always <laughs> yeah. bringing that. So, um, yeah, we were we were in the same boat. I think when you know the one thing that we were really proactive, or at least I was, when the districts were a possibility, was finding those two non-conference yep. or non-district games. And I made a call right to Sherrard, and I made a call <coughs> to Ridgewood, and said, "Hey, this will be great." Because we used to, you know, I was in high school. Right. Some odd years ago, that we used to play Cambridge, and and that was our you know Labor Day game, and so that was huge for our community. Like we could bring that back, and that and that would just be amazing for for both communities. I thought, God, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. The former coach is now their head coach. I mean, there's a lot. There's a great storyline there, and the kids, and um, I, that was one thing with districts I was kind of looking forward to. Sure. But so so very thankful that that we are staying in our conference. And I get to see Sterling Newman maybe once or twice a year. It's great. Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coach Kretzer made it look easy, right? Well, let's, let's talk about offseason. Because obviously during the season, each week we see the teams out there practicing. We see the preseason stuff. So what is an offseason like at Moline? Uh, I mean, weights. You know, the, obviously the, the, the stuff in the morning that we do with the kids. And then uh, I probably drive our coaches crazy because my, my <laughs> head just starts going a million miles an hour what we can do and what we can't do and uh, trying to adjust things to our kids so uh, we do a lot of stuff you know with film we I ask film from a lot of different schools I have like five or six I ask every year uh, just for game film and drills and things like that just kind of see what we can steal and, yep. and apply to what we do I'm sure you guys do the yep. same thing and um, and we talk as a staff all the time you know and, and try to figure out what's gonna fit our kids you know and what's yeah. gonna be the best situation to put them in a position to be successful so uh, we do a lot of that stuff uh, obviously we spend a ton of time with the kids and in, uh, in the weight room and uh, and hopefully them going out for other sports and being involved in things to try to go watch them and uh, support them doing their thing as sure. well how about for, for you guys I, I think it's pretty much the same thing I know you know him and I being at smaller schools uh, really have probably more three-sport athletes um, than what what maybe Moline has but yeah we encourage our three-sport athletes the one thing we always ask is make sure that you're getting in the weight room and yeah. and with our strength coach he does a really good job we've we you know we've got the attendance chart they can earn their anchors um, that's a big thing for us we get to put an anchor on the back of our helmet if you make uh, your off-season weights and and then you know like you said going into uh, our assistant coaches and talking with them going to a clinic going to see some coaching staff uh, getting on the phone trying to get as much tape on anybody as you can and um, <laughs> just just kind of 
doing all the things you can do early to prepare for when you start getting have contact with the kids again in the summer. Right, and I see you're posting on Twitter all the time. The, yeah. The, was it War Pig or whatever? Well, the, that's our defensive that's, guy, okay. now, our lottery winner. But I'll, I'll tell you, when you're in our offseason and you, you talk about stealing things from ideas because nothing's ever really original and all good coaches can figure that out. No, nobody's reinventing the wheel with us. Sure. As I went and listened to Mike speak at the Augie Clinic and he talked about his point system and things that he does to keep people accountable. Well, we kind of adapted our own, but it's very similar to that. And then he's talking about earning their anchors. Again, I bet that's a point system. And that's just an off-season to make sure that you're holding these kids accountable. Mm, right. The one thing that we preach with our kids, and I'm sure these guys do the same thing, is we don't have any say playing-wise from January to, to July. You know, you, your job inside of that as a player, and we're going to give you as coaches the best opportunity you can, is to make yourself the best player that you can possibly sure. be and make our decisions impossible to keep you off the field. Right. You know, I, Corey, you're coming in here and you're working out every day. We're going to make you the best whatever you, you can be. And then there's no question about playing time because I'm going to have to play you. Right. And that's if we've got... 40 guys and you'd say the same thing and you've got Absolutely. your 100 guys you know that if you got, if all those guys are that way boy, then you've got a really successful yeah. program and I think that's kind of what we're all striving for but you still see the basic running and lifting and you know again that's you know we're limited in what we can do but you know we're gonna we're gonna do the best that we can and I you know I'm like Mike and I'm you know more idle time that I have is probably worse for our kids because I'm gonna start thinking of oh, different yeah. ways I can use Big them time, and, man. and you know what my my what my third down sheet I've already got my third down sheet for week six <laughs> so you know what I mean or whatever it is right. I don't know you know um, yeah I get it you know I but I, you know I'm sure that's the that's the way we all are you know I don't I don't quite have the film because I would drive myself nuts by but we're, we're getting ourselves ready <laughs> you can't win games in January all right no you know but you sure can lose them that's right that's right we're still talking high school football with Mike Morrissey from Moline Patrick Lower from Fulton and Chip Filler from Orion and uh, just talk about um, staying local there has to be somebody that I guess pushed you to get into this field Who's that guy? Who's that person that's like, you know what, I want to do what they do, and that's coach football? Yeah, for me, it's pretty easy as my dad. Sure. You know, I, I, we grew up in that, that football atmosphere and, and uh, you know, going to games on Fridays for as long as I can remember, going to Saturday morning film sessions with him and uh, being in the weight room in the summer, you know, in the gyms. And uh, so I, I think all of us really uh, were, were kind of addicted to it at an early age, yeah. and, uh, and we knew right away that's what we wanted to do. And, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to be around really good people that kind of mm -hmm. helped guide me along my path to get to this point. And, um, but he was definitely the catalyst for it and, and somebody that, you know, I, I wanted to be like. You know, I wanted to be just like him, and, and to this day I try to be the same way. And, um, you know, my mom deserves a lot of credit for that as well. <laughs> yes, absolutely, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say my dad was my biggest influence for sure. How about for you, Patrick? Well, mine was uh, growing up in Alito, uh, mine was head coach Bill McCarty, oh, sure. um, who was Hall of Fame coach, and, and his Hall of Fame defense coordinator, Bill Breeden. Mm -hmm. uh, those guys really really put a love in my heart for football and uh, I, I just always have loved it and then when I get to Fulton you know I'm I'm blessed to be behind uh, the great Hall of Fame coach Jim Proud for eight years right. and, and he I told him I think two years before he retired that I would love to take over for him and and uh, he from then on uh, just would always give me advice on on things that head coaches have to make decision wise and all that and uh, so those three guys really stand out. There's a, there's a plenty of others that we don't have enough time probably for, but <laughs> those three guys are the guys that really, you know, put that in my sure. heart. And for you, Chip? I think, you know, growing up in Orion, when, when, I was in, when I was in school, when we played these guys, we weren't in very good. I mean, our, our most successful uh, program in our school was our basketball team. 
So I probably would say my first first real coach that got me involved in coaching or wanted to be like him was Scott Olson, oh, who yeah. now has moved on. But above anybody, even above Scott, um, Steve Bell at Augustine, sure. who I got to play for at McMurray and, and been very close to for many, many years in the family. I mean, it's just when you talk about the word family, he's just invited all of his players in. I mean, it's just an, it's just an unbelievable when you're part of that tree um, as to where it comes down to and, and how people are. And like, like Mike said, you, you want to be just like your dad or you want to be yeah. just like your mentor. Right. I do, but I, I'm not even, I couldn't even be, begin to even be half the man that Steve Bell is. Sure. So. So, so what keeps you guys at this level? What keeps that fire burning that you want to stay in the high school level? Uh, for me, I, I, I did coach college football a little bit. I was a grad assistant. And I, I coached for uh, running backs for a year at Upper Iowa, and uh, it was great. I, I loved the experience. It was all football all the time. Uh, but you saw the commitment level year-round with recruiting and traveling yeah. and not being around, uh, and I don't want to miss that. You know, I, I want, or I want to miss the time with my family that it would take right. to be on the road recruiting. You know, we have three kids at home, and uh, I want to watch them grow up. And, and the nice part about living in the district is they'll grow, they'll grow up through Moline, and I'll be able to be there for their events and around them. And uh, we won't have to travel far to do that. And uh, and it just makes it a little more special when you're tied into the community that way, uh, when your kids are tied into the community that way. So uh, that's really what's kind of keeping keeping us here until uh, you know my daughter jokes about going to Clemson so <laughs> when coach Sweeney calls I guess I mean maybe I'd go you're but, gonna, you're but gonna until, go. until yeah. then uh, yeah that's that's we're gonna stay at this level for sure how about for you Patrick well I think it's just the relationships you build with your kids sure um, and, and the players and uh, you know there's there's all of us can t talk about probably 10 or 15 uh, you know stories on kids about uh, about how you really helped them out or or you were there for them when they didn't have anybody um, and, and really when you when I think about it um, the wins and losses kind of take care of themselves, but but they don't really mean that much in the in the in the long run. But those relationships you build with with those kids, and when you see them after they graduate, and you see them ten years down the road, and you still bring up a game, um, and we still can talk about every play of that game, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's pretty special. And you can tell that you you know you, know, you had your footprint on them a little bit. You know, I, I look at both of them. I, I have stories that I can match either either yeah. one of them. When I look at Mike and listen to Mike, Mike says like. You know, I don't, I don't know how old you are exactly, but I would say you're 10 years younger than me at least. Um, but it, it's kind of it's kind of very similar. You know, I, I was able to coach running backs um, for a year. I was a GA doing the same thing. And the recruiting was tough. And I did it when I was single. And I did it before I, you know, and I, mm -hmm. and I knew all the time that it got to be put in there. And that, right. and that was something I was really sure and wasn't sure that I wanted to do. Um, you know, as I, and what to touch on what Pat said is you talk about the kids and the relationships it was always a joke you know with me and my wife at times it was hey it's time to leave and then I would say that to her and she would be like well you're not because there's going to be this one player and then it's going to be <laughs> yeah. another player yeah. so, so it became Josh Gallier and then it became Drew Harlan and then it became you know Cal DePorter and then it became guys on down the line you can't leave until they're there well I just really like this one mm -hmm. you know I don't want to leave him yet well, but we did and, that, and that's and that's it and you know I wonder if, if that's how they would feel about us hey, I'm getting ready to leave when I have eight guys crying <laughs> don't leave coach I doubt it they're like hey we'll we pack your bags it was great seeing you you know I no. think there's some merit to that and, and, yeah. and, and that goes with you know my, with my dad we'd yeah. have we'd have old players former yeah. players show up at our house yeah you know I mean those again relationship building you yeah. talk about that the impact 10 years, 15 years later when these people, are, these guys are coming back and saying, hey, this is a great experience for me and that's why I want to come back and visit it. I don't, I don't know yeah, what, what exactly. you guys have, but like when my birthday comes around, 
I got yeah. a, I get a million yeah. texts from former players yeah. or yeah. snaps or, or awesome. you know Facebook or social media or something. You know, yeah. Well, how's it going, Coach? What you know? Happy birthday! You know, you old man. You know, you're still <laughs> kicking. I can now I can outbench you or whatever it was. You know what I mean? And and, and that stuff is is very that's it one means thing I've always heard from many coaches is you know you've impacted a person when you get invited to their wedding yeah. or you're invited to their yeah. graduation party yeah. or something yes. like that. Yes, yeah. so, exactly. Yeah, and that, no and that's obviously what you guys have done. It's what many coaches around this area have done, and we really appreciate that. What you guys have done for coaches, what you've done for us as the media has been fantastic. Now, as, as well, Mike so. would close the door that he says he's only going to Clemson, I don't know if you even <laughs> answered the question. <laughs> Look, I coach in the greatest town in the world. I mean, it's much better than anywhere. It's Paradise City. But my phone can ring. I mean, I can entertain some thoughts. I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding, Nathan. We'll, we'll send that yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. There. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Guys, thanks so much for coming in. Really appreciate it. Yeah, and thank you. Time for flies. It. You're watching WQAD. This is the score.